0: Wisconsin's Afternoon News is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. Happy snowy Thursday. Don't worry
1: about it. We've got you covered. Debbie's got your roads. She's going to help get you home. We've got weather all afternoon. Sandy is here. Bob's on sports. Adam's here. We're going to take care of the weather for you and have a little bit of fun as we head through this Thursday. All right, what do we do here at 310? This
0: is the 3 at 3 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Sandy Max, what's first?
2: If you've ever lived on the east side, in particular, you know parking can be a drag. An ordinance offering an improved overnight parking system in the city of Milwaukee is moving forward.
1: Yes, that's right. Here's what's going to happen. The ordinance changes add monthly, weekly, and daily parking permits. Right now, you can only get those annually or in four-month chunks. In addition to establishing a fixed price for each, the ordinance would also create push notifications to proactively alert users when permits are about to up for renewal. So if your thing's running out, you might get a ticket if you don't remember to renew, boom, they're going to send you a little push notification. This begins April 30th, looking to clean things up and make things a little easier. What's the second
2: thing? If you drive a Dodge or a Nissan, listen up.
1: Dodge, recalling 340,000 Ram trucks because they've got a little issue where the truck could catch on fire. They're actually telling new Ram owners, park outside. Do not park it in your garage because your house may burn down. That's a good solution. That's an
2: important warning. Yeah, Nissan
1: you- <laughs> also recalling 400,000 older SUVs because the emblem on the steering wheel can come off. You're thinking, is that a big deal? Well, if the airbag goes off, it becomes a projectile and can embedded in your chest. So mm. there's that little thing. Do you guys remember Fierros? I The do. little door I, sure do. I owned a Fiero, and they had a tendency
3: to catch on fire. And yeah. And I got a notice one time saying, can
1: you please park <laughs> on the street just in case? Oh, my God. That's that's what they're saying. Fiero got traded in in a hurry. See you later. Uh, by the way, if you want to see the list of renewed vehicles, uh, recalled vehicles, excuse me, recalled vehicles, go to my Twitter, at John Mercure. I put a link up where you can check out all those recalled vehicles. here to third?
2: Third, the oldest, nearly complete Hebrew Bible is heading up for auction and expected to command a very hefty price.
1: Yes, Andy, this is big time. So it's believed the Bible is more than a thousand years old and called, quote, one of the most important and singular texts in human history. The Codex Sassoon is what it's called, believed to be from the 9th century. It's going to go on a show around the globe to generate interest. It's going to be in London, then it's going to be in Israel, then the United States. Eventually, it will be auctioned in New York, expected to fetch up to $50 million.
2: That is fascinating, because we hear about like the Rosetta Stone, but you yeah. hear about those sort of really impactful carvings yeah. and languages, but I have not heard of the Hebrew Bible, but it turns out it's the foundation of... Judaism, Christianity, and Islam.
1: Seven hundred ninety-two parchment pages made from animal skins. It weighs thirty pounds, and it's remarkable if you see the pictures. That's one of
2: those you got to use the white gloves and the tweezers. You got that. Turn those pages. Yep,
1: that's an expensive book. (laughs) It is three fourteen at WTMJ. We're going to talk weather with Brian Isnanski coming up here in about twenty minutes. And up next, spring break travel. Uh, Boy, more expensive this year than even before the pre-pandemic. That's straight ahead. Spring break, people are booking it now. And if you haven't booked it by now, you might be in trouble or need to take out a mortgage on your house, a second mortgage to pay for spring break travel. More expensive this year than before the pandemic. ABC's Alex Stone. A world traveler. He knows the best beaches and tiki bars and all that stuff. i got stuff. my wet
0: T-shirt on for you right now <laughs> Oh no, spring break. From that weather forecast, oh. you guys need spring break. My You're goodness. You're right, Alex.
1: You're right. And, boy, oh. we're going to pay for it, aren't we, if we want to yes. go somewhere?
0: Yeah, you are. So, uh, bottom line, if you haven't booked travel for March or April yet, uh, it's going to cost a lot more. And we got the numbers today. The travel website, Hopper, they, uh, they compile all the data every year. Uh, the average domestic airfare has gone up quite a bit this year over last year and over pre-pandemic. And I just talked to Haley Berg, the uh, the lead economist
4: at Hopper, and uh, she said- There may be a sense of sticker shock when they book their spring break this year. Domestic flights are gonna be about 20% more expensive than last year. Hotels are gonna be about 64% more expensive. So pretty big price hikes. Travel to
0: Mexico is about 30% higher than not to just last year, but 2019 pre-pandemic. Europe, 16% higher. Uh, the, the average hotel rate rate, uh, $316 a night, rental cars, uh, 56 bucks a day before all the, the taxes and fees and everything, and she says, yes, inflation comes into play that costs more to run an airline, to pay for jet fuel, to run a hotel, that's bringing up prices, but this is really supply and demand. This is people saying, we want to travel, that we are willing to spend the money, if that ticket that is out there and you're willing to pay for it the airline will sell it to you and uh, she says people are willing to pay
4: it's very much a case of demand still remains incredibly strong travelers are booking more vacations they're going for longer taking advantage of remote work And all that boils back to there are more people looking to take trips, whether it be a staycation, stay at a hotel, a flight. There are still fewer
0: flights than there were before the pandemic, so fewer seats that are out there as well. And so where's everybody going? Number one, what do you guys think? Uh, I'm going to go beachy. I don't know, Miami maybe? Miami is on the list. Domestically, it's Vegas, Ooh, then Orlando, okay. then Phoenix, L.A., and Miami. Internationally, Cancun, San Juan, London, and Cabo. Uh, and a lot of those being Mexico, That uh, those prices are a lot higher. And then finally, guys, she says you can still save a little bit of money. You may not be able to go on a Friday night to get the extra time in, in Cabo. You got to say, well,
4: all right, I'll go midweek. Be flexible on when you go and where you go. If you can fly midweek, maybe work remote a couple of days, take a few days off work, you can save about $100 off of domestic airfare. Closer to $150 off international airfare. So that flexibility can really pay off if you can fly midweek. And there are places
0: that you're going to go. Other people aren't going that are still going to be cheap. But if you're going to Vegas or Orlando or Cancun, that this year you're going to pay for it. Everybody wants to go, and uh, and that's making the prices better. Another way to save
1: money is, like, drive to Saskatchewan. It's probably pretty good there. Maybe northern North <laughs> that's Dakota. That's going to be an
0: amazing spring break. Good luck on that so one. you just got to get a change of scenery. If you don't slide hours. off the road on black ice. Or <laughs> right, right.
2: But it is funny, because I've played this game trying to budget travel, and it's usually just me and another friend or my boyfriend. When you've got four people, and then so you save $100 on the airfare, it does make sense if you're with a group. And like if you're fitting four people into a hotel suite for $300 or $400 a night, but when it's just two of you, and you're shaving $100 off by traveling in the middle of the week, but paying more for a hotel... You know, it's just all those calculations.
0: Right, or you go on a Tuesday, but then you don't get much of a vacation out of it. You know, kind of give and take what do you want. But uh,
1: There's there's almost no place to hide, Alex. I booked a cruise recently. And cruises are expensive. Uh, domestic and international, as you pointed out, is expensive. There's nowhere to hide. There's, like, no sector, it seems like, where things are under control. And I guess that's no, in large part I because mean, weirdly, the air is was, not available. Yeah,
0: some pretty good discounts to Hawaii recently. And uh, that that surprised a lot of people that airlines were doing, you know, like $99 to Hawaii. But those are gone now. Um, yeah, it's just everybody wants to get out there.
1: ABC's Alex Stone. Thank you so much, Alex. You got it. Thanks, guys. So none of us have young kids. Um, spring break trips. You guys doing anything spring springish time? You taking any trips? You going anywhere?
2: I just looked up when Easter is, I'm embarrassed yeah. to say. And that is because I know Fat Tuesday is next week. So it was like, okay, it's I'm It's early. Isn't time. Easter the 9th or the 8th? Yeah, yes. the 9th. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, that's actually for me to travel. I'd rather not travel during spring break time because yes. it is yes. in demand for families Crowded, going. Expensive. Yeah, yeah. And, hey, they need the room and the break more than I do probably at that point. But You, you know, going
3: anywhere, Bob? Uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa but that's so, sexy so, i know isn't it <laughs> only because our son plays volleyball yeah. he plays college volleyball down in cedar rapids so so we're going to make a couple trips back and forth whenever he plays so it, we're, we're not going to we're we're viewing this as a sort of vacation you and your uh, wife, sure. but yeah. is, your,
2: is your son viewing this as a vacation? Because he's got to have buddies who are itching to go somewhere. Yes, he, he Will he go somewhere for spring no, break? No,
3: he can't because the volleyball the season, season happens over spring break, so they are stuck at school. So that's kind of our way of saying, okay, well, if you're stuck, then we'll come down and be stuck with you. We'll take you to dinner, feed you. Oh, good. I, yeah. and he's a college student. He needs to be fed. Yeah, get your laundry done. Often. Yeah, yes, Get yeah. it off campus. Yeah. Have some yeah. fun.
1: We're going to Ireland. So
2: we're there going to go for
1: ten days. So that should be fun, I think. It'll be good. Uh, bring me back a shalleli. I'd bring you a, a shally. <laughs> I got you.
2: I only do such fun any time of year. Oh, it's
1: great. I've it's only, only been once
2: I don't I don't know anybody who's gone and went meh. Yeah. Everyone has a wonderful time because of the vibe, the people, the they scenery. America yeah. well, There's no
1: language barrier. We've been uh, in spring a couple times and fall a couple times. It is fantastic. No oh, matter when I- you go, it's great. And if you ever go Make sure you don't just do Dublin and the Ring of Kerry and all that stuff. But if you can, go to Northern Ireland or go to Galway on the West Coast, some mm. places that aren't as... you got to do Dublin. It's incredible. You know. You've yeah. been there. But do the rest of it. See it
2: all. It's where the International Leprechaun Museum is, friends. Oh, you are the <laughs> leprechaun
1: girl. Where else, right? <laughs> of course. That seems perfect.
2: But I would also say, as we are checking with Alex Stone and finding out just how Uh, Expensive it can be to plan a spring break. Now, this is also a good lesson, like plan farther ahead if if you can. If you can. So you can make these dream vacations happen more affordably Mm -hmm. because part of that is in being able to plan ahead or set aside and start making savings accounts now for that. For sure.
0: Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ.
4: It is snowing and it sucks.
0: Oh,
1: the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Niz is with us, our meteorologist buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's nice music, isn't it?
5: I'm glad I'm still your buddy.
1: You are, you are.
5: You informed us, you told Uh, us this was coming. (laughs) And you got it right. It
1: started right when you said it was going to start. It's kind of feeling like you said it was going to feel. This is exactly what we should be expecting, right?
5: Yeah, I I, I appreciate that, uh, first off. But, yeah, no, it it is. I I think when things are all said and done, most spots are still going to be around six inches or so of snow. Now, there could be some spots that do see more than that, and those are the locations that already have a good amount on the ground, and that would be southern Waukesha County and southern Milwaukee County. Right now, those that little target right there from New Berlin all the way to the lakeshore towards south Milwaukee, if you drew a line from west to east, had a band of snow that parked itself earlier today, and they already have five, six inches wow. of snow on the ground.
1: Yeah. So how, how does it time out? I see that the storm warning has been mm-hmm. extended for some counties for a couple additional hours.
5: Yeah, I, I think that's a good call from the Weather Service. It looks like this is going to linger a little bit later. It was until 9 p.m. for most of, of the area, and now it's until midnight for Milwaukee County, Racine County, Ozaukee, uh, Kenosha County as well. Now, it is still 10 p.m., though, for our western spots, mm-hmm. so any, anywhere west of Milwaukee. That's where it's still uh, 10 p.m., which I think times out well. In general, I think the snow with the storm shuts down from west to east, Completely by ten o'clock tonight. Now the kicker until midnight is if we see a little additional band of lake snow that kind of hovers right along the lakeshore, and that could tack on, you know, a little bit of additional snow. But uh, we're going to see a gradual decrease in coverage and intensity. I would say starting in our western spots around eight o'clock okay. this evening. And then work its way towards the lakeshore, probably clearing the Milwaukee by about ten o'clock. Unless we see that lake effect snow. All right, so you can get it done before you go to bed, and it'll pretty much be done. Yeah, if you're able to see, yeah, if you're able to stay up and not bother your neighbor by shoveling or blowing snow at 10, 11 o'clock, I think you'll be in pretty good shape. Oh, he's on his own. I mean,
1: I'm, I'm getting it done tonight. <laughs>
5: I love it. Um, so <laughs> what I am watching is there's it's still it's very bandy if that if that's even a word Ooh, um, it is now where you. where you get like these lulls, and then all of a sudden it'll ramp back up, and then if you get under one of those heavy bands, you get like near whiteout conditions. So watch out for that if you're doing any commuting, if you're going to be leaving the office here pretty soon. Um, Again, please keep your speed down. You hit one of these heavy bands, roads quickly become snow-covered, visibility goes way down. What could end up being the grand finale is the back edge of the snow looks really potent. It's moving through like Dubuque right now. Mm. That will make it here... 6, 7 o'clock, so if, like, let's say you're planning on having, like, a late commute or debating that dinner, maybe cancel those plans or move up those plans because uh, you'll be better shaped now than around 6, 7 o'clock. All right, meteorologist Brian Nizdansky. We'll check back in in a couple hours. Thanks, Niz. All right, cool, guys. Later.
1: It is 3.43 at WTMJ. Don't like the cold weather? What about an outdoor luau? What about a cool Milwaukee company that's going to do that and uh, celebrate and honor our first responders? Yeah, that's happened. It's Central Standard Craft House and Kitchen, Evan Hughes, one of the co-founders with us live in the studio up next on WTMJ. Have a on me. Have a on me. What better way than to get through a little snow than to talk about a luau? I love the Central Standard Craft House and Kitchen is hosting Milwaukee's first ever outdoor winter luau. Sponsored by Smoky Woods Barbecue, wood chips, chunks, pellets, and sticks. And it's going to benefit law enforcement. This is such a cool thing. Evan Hughes is the uh, co-founder of Central Standard Distillery, and he's with us live in the studio. Thanks for being here, Evan. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, this is good because we're uh, feeling summer, feeling luau with these cocktails you made. Uh, tell me, you and I, I think have the same one. So let's start with that. What, we did, what am I yeah, drinking? So, we're
2: so we're you, helping you with quality assurance, uh, right? Uh, absolutely, absolutely, for sure. So we
1: we went with the painkiller, John.
6: Um, so the painkiller is two ounces of North Brandy, point uh, seven five ounces of coconut cream, two ounces orange juice, three ounces pineapple juice. That awesome is, tiki that's nice. drink. Usually made with rum, but our North Brandy is excellent in it. What is uh, coconut
1: cream like? Do you do you buy that? Do you make yeah, you that? Can, do you... Yeah, you can buy it at any grocery store. Is that a liqueur? Or is that no? It's, it's not. It's, yeah, it's a, it, more of a fruity juice. Yeah, yeah, It's an enhancer. That's really an enhancer. What's yeah. what did you sprinkle on top of there?
6: oh uh, that's a little bit of nutmeg and some fresh orange.
1: Nice. So yeah. it's nutmeggy. So it's almost like a tropical Luau cocktail with a little
6: Wisconsin
2: Wisconsin nutmeg is
1: twist. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
6: That's really nice. Because
2: we are still in winter. It's just that little yeah, yeah, that yeah. little warm. Exactly. But
6: it, it, these cocktails taste like summer, for sure. Oh, it makes me right. happy. It's very you tropical Pineapple, eat. you know, yeah. that's the mm.
2: symbol for welcome. Like, it already just yes. loosens you up and makes yep. you happy.
3: And Sandy and I have, what, the Beachcomber, Evan? Yeah, so this is the Bradford Beachcomber.
2: So this <laughs> is
6: nice. This is one of my favorites. So it's an ounce and a half of uh, Guided Trail gin from Central Standard. We've got an ounce and a half, triple sec, and an ounce of pineapple juice. So we have it garnished with uh, some maraschino mm. cherry. As well. And it's uh, man, it's summer in a glass. And a little nutmeg
3: in there. yeah, a little kick.
6: Oh, yeah. A Very smooth. It
2: is refreshing. And I I love the spirit of local. You could call it a beachcomber, but the Bradford Beachcomber yeah. just made all of us smile it and works. all of us laugh. And so for you to bring this spirit of Hawaii and happy gatherings and a luau right in the middle of winter is just great. And when we talk about luau, you always think of like roasted pigs. I love that ever since the Iron Great has closed on Howell Avenue, oh, no, you're bringing the barbecue oh, yeah. master we got, out. We got
6: some smoked pigs for sure.
2: So he's going to be there. Aaron. Yeah, so
6: yeah, Aaron Patton, uh, formerly of Iron Great, he's now with Smoky Woods, which they have incredible products. This is kind of a launch party for them as well. Um, so we're going to be smoking some pigs, and uh, the food is going to be incredible. Wow. So it's February
1: 25th. February 25th Yeah, coming from up. 1 to 5. It's coming up here. Um, we're going to tell you how you can get tickets coming up in a little bit. I love also that some of the proceeds will go directly to support the Milwaukee Police Foundation right yeah. about now it seems more important than ever. Tell us about the Milwaukee Police Foundation. Yeah,
6: you know since you know we we invested in downtown about two years ago and and we've just been so impressed and happy with the work that the police have done. They've been incredibly responsive they have you know they are overworked and and they have done everything they possibly can to uh, to help where they can so uh, we want to do our part and and help raise some money.
1: Uh, to support them and uh, all the great work that they do for our community. As somebody who's made an investment in our community and your place down there is a real investment, it's a business, what does it mean to you when you hear, like, what happened to Officer Jerving and then you see the outpouring of support and you see how the community comes together as a guy who's uh, put his money where his mouth is and you've invested in our city? Well, I mean, it's incredibly sad. I mean, you know, it's it, every day, you know,
6: first responders, whether it's police, uh, firefighters, EMTs, um, put their life on the line, and it's it's just incredibly difficult to hear news like that, um, and hope we don't ever have to hear it again.
1: So the winter luau takes place on February 25th, and there's going to be the painkiller, the Bradford Beach Beachcomber rye tie. Yo, the rye tie—that's
6: delicious. What's it a rye tie? Well, John, I don't have the recipe in front of me. Um, no, it's it's with uh, our Washington rye as the base, and, and it's also got pineapple juice, lemon juice. Yeah. Right, it's also a tropically. Yeah, drink. definitely. Yeah, our our bar staff. Uh, we, have, we have really talented bartenders, and when we were coming up with the idea, you know, basically everyone's from Wisconsin that, that works there, and, you know, we were talking, what can we do to support the community, what would be a fun event, and at this, you know, in late February, early March in Wisconsin, yeah. it's like, we're over this, let's get outside, <laughs> oh, yeah. let's have some cocktails, let's raise some money for a good cause. And they had a really good time putting together these these Tiki Riff
2: drinks. A theme party is just the best. So to have a pop-up parking lot party, and you know we're Wisconsinites, we are hearty. So even if we get weather like this, makes it even better of an event. We're like, we just don't care. We're oh, gonna, and, we're and, gonna, and you, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to be that cool. We, we have
6: grass skirts that will keep you warm. You We've go. got lays. It's coconut fine. Coconut bras? Um, you can bring your own coconut bras. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have any of those, but um, they're encouraged.
2: But you do get some cool luau treats. When you get your admission to this, you're oh yeah, no, get we have food we have, yeah. and a drink. And- yeah, food,
6: first drinks on us. Um, and again, we're you know it's all about raising money for the the Milwaukee Police Foundation, and um, it's just going to be a fun time to get outside. And We were talking today, like it would be great if. Uh, Brian Zansky could actually order this weather for the
1: Luau. I think that would be that
3: great. would be fun actually.
1: Yeah, <laughs> great. So Central Standard was founded in 2014. How long's the restaurant been open? I can't remember when you about a, about a year and a half. Okay, so you opened it still when the pandemic was going on. Yeah, right at the tail end. So how's the last year and a half been? Have you been able to see a difference from when you were planning and beginning to open, and we were still under some lockdowns and worried about regulations?
6: Yeah, I think that it, not just our business, but it's it's really any small business. You know, you cannot, you know, you can put a plan together, but you got to be nimble and adjust and be able to to morph with, with uh, where everything goes. And you know, we've I think done a, a decent job of that. And you know, you can't really plan for much. And we've definitely seen a, an uptick in in business at Craft House um, and more people coming downtown. I think more people are coming to work downtown. I don't think it's still anywhere close to to pre pandemic levels, but. Um, you know, we're fortunate by where we're located, by the Third Ward and a lot of other great downtown businesses.
1: So we've definitely noticed more people coming down. So I wanted to ask you, Northwestern Mutual announcing they're going to bring thousands of more people into the city. Uh, your business is what the mayor's talking about. People coming to downtown is better for our city. Was very happy to hear that news, yes.
6: <laughs> you vote yes. I vote yes. I'm in favor of that. Um, we have our life insurance with them. We love NML. So thank you very much. Evan, All right, Evan, real quick. Yeah. How often are you in the laboratory? Oh, mixing, creating, well, coming up with things. Every every Friday we do R&D, um, and we do a lot of product (laughs) tasting. So, Does that uh, start
2: about 6.30? No, Can we come no. Join yeah, do you have, guests, um, do you have it's, guest it's,
6: researchers it, ever? It's, it's intermittent throughout the day. Um, we'd be happy to have you guys come oh, one day. That'd be great. We should do that, actually. That would be fun. It would be. Uh, it would make for a very entertaining afternoon drive show, I would assume.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. We want to take the show on the road, so maybe this could be one
2: of the It stops. is very Boom, exciting, God. though, to have a distillery that's local and we call our own. And yeah, to know cool. that there's a love of that. Because I think often, I grew up in Kentucky, so I've got that bourbon right. background. So I think when you say distillery... One doesn't always think of, wow, Wisconsin's got our very own.
6: Well, and it's not just us. I mean, we have, you know, there's 31 members of the Wisconsin Distillers Guild. And Mm I would just encourage you, whether it's Central Standard or other local Wisconsin spirit companies, there's some really good stuff coming out of the state right now.
1: All right, so let's give information on the luau. The luau is coming up on the 25th. It's from 1 to 5 in the afternoon. Winter luau. This is going to be so much fun. Uh, Tickets are on sale right now. And when I mean on sale, I mean you get a discount if you buy them right now. It's so easy. Funds benefit the Milwaukee Police Foundation. Go to com slash luau. If you can only remember the Central Standard, just go to their website, and you can find It's right there. It's easy to find. Evan Hughes is the co-founder of Central Standard Craft Distillery and the Craft House Kitchen. Great stuff. Thank you for helping our law enforcement. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks for being with us. Aloha. It is 350. Aloha. That was nice.